So what's going on? Welcome back to another Jab Podcast. It's episode 89. I'm Combo Breaker 99. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Boxing P. Yeah, man, but let's get into this, man. Let's get in this boxing talk like we always do. First up, let's talk about this uh, Manny AB fight from last Saturday. Oh, you know, there, there, there's a lot of questions I got to ask you, man. You know, just the serious questions, but... yeah. You know, also, this Saturday, we got Keith, Thur- <laughs> Keith Thurman making his return against Josito Lopez. Mm-hmm. Uh question i got about him is what do you think this fight's going to lead to and you think he's looking for rounds and you think he's trying to make a statement so before we get into that man let's talk a little bit about uh yeah last weekend in general man first off i gotta say you know shout out to the friday fights with uh demetrius andre yeah you know he had a little stay active fight against that uh akakov uh you know they said akakov he had gave billy joe saunders trouble oh really yeah but you know uh demetrius andre he was able to stop him Okay. Um, the referee, he kind of stepped in at a time in the twelfth round whenever he shouldn't have stepped in, but you know it still counts as a stoppage. I mean, yeah, he was out. He was you no, know, he was outclassing him, but he never really had Akakov like seriously hurt. You know, Badu Jack, you would definitely understand that fight as a stoppage yeah. versus this one. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, definitely shout out to Andre. You know, this supposed supposed to lead to a Billy Joe Saunders fight. That's cool, and um, I just want to say I'm glad to see him in the mix of things. I know he ran into a little bit of legal trouble, and um, I thought that might have been yeah. some issues, so I'm glad to see he's you know, he staying busy. Yeah, because right when he got the ball rolling, that came up. Yeah, you know, I was but like, here we go. I you know. know. So I'm glad, you know, they got that taken care of. And um, shout out to uh, Amanda Serrano. She's a seven-division world champion. Yes, Moved down from 140 to 115. You know, knocked her opponent out in like 35 seconds. So That's she a got crazy her weight cut, man. 140 to 115. 140 to 115. Wow. She became like Floyd Mayweather went down to rigging down. <laughs> so, wow. you know, that's how, yeah. you know, because I saw her weigh in and her pitches and she was stripping it down. And, you know, she still looked good, but, you know, I could tell the weight cut, you know, fighters never want to admit it, but it could still be. It can take a toll on them, man. Absolutely. It, you know, it, still it definitely a toll, takes man. a toll, man, regardless yeah. of what they say. You know, it yeah. takes a toll. But how they soldier through it, you know, that's the real. Yeah. Man, that's real, definitely. man. But um, jumping to, let's jump on this uh, Saturday card. I know you wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the uh, Marcus Brown and Badu Jack fight, man, because that, that, man, that, that, that was a real war, man. That, that was a, um, it was a good fight. A really, really good fight. Um, Shout out to Marcus Brown. He went in there and um, did what he had to do. He's been like in the shadows for a while. So this was kind of like to me, I considered it like a breakout fight for him. And um, he definitely um, stepped up to the plate. But um, the overall, 
story of the fight, you know, is is the Badu Jack. I mean, halfway through the fight, it was an accidental clash of heads and opened up a gash on his head. But mm-hmm. this was halfway through the fight. So the second half of the fight, that cut got worked on with jabs and right hands and all kinds of other punches or whatever and wound up just opening up to a, a really grotesque cut and um blood was everywhere pouring and um it just you know and when we think of a fighter we think of a guy who's a warrior a tough guy and um Badu Jack just embodied everything that a fighter a true champion is Saturday night um, in my eyes you know what I mean it, it was a very gruesome cut and anybody in the arena would have understood him not coming out to continue this fight but he went on for 12 rounds um, he lost his title but the fact that he he fought on through such a nasty cut when he really didn't have to I mean his stock just really went up with me it really just showed the heart of a true champion and um the warrior that Badu Jack is you mm-hmm. know what I mean I'm, I'm 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 not the biggest Badu Jack fan but stuff like that makes me a fan of him you know what I mean yeah and like I was telling you earlier um when a fighter whether I am a fan or not when they're able to do something or pull something out of their heart just to keep going mm-hmm. it always makes me give them credit you know just as much as a a, a fighter that I am a fan of you know Absolutely. I have to give them you know I have to give them their respect and what he was doing that night was just, you know, to me, it was like, hey, why ain't you stopping? You know, it, exactly. it was making me think that because, like I said, the Agricole fight on Friday, he had a smaller cut, but the referee found the need to stop it. Mm-hmm. You know, and he was taking less punishment, but that referee needed to stop it. But, you know, I think the referee in the Badu Jack fight, he saw something. Badu Jack was like, shit, the way he he looked, I ain't going to stop it. You know, you know, uh, you know, Tony Meeks, you know, I give him his credit. He's a good referee, but yeah. he had a look like, you know, um, you know, I got to let him continue. You know, he's on a mission, you know. Yeah. And that's when, you know, fighter referees, they kind of remember that, you know, they are fighters, you know, and yeah. they're all going to suffer bad cuts, you know, you know, and they need to keep going, especially on like a championship fight, you know. I, well, since you bring that up, it was it was a, um, a little conversation that I heard some other people talking about um, as far as refereeing. Um, a ref has to make a split second decision in the midst of chaos and he has to do the best he can do you know and, and those dealing with all those variables you know I mean mm-hmm. it's a very tough thing to do Ant. so <clears throat> People were talking about the T.J. Dillashaw and Henry Cejudo fight, and our neighbor saying how the ref should have took in consideration that T.J. you know put in a lot of work. He lost all his weight, but then does a referee have that luxury of computing all that stuff in a split second? At no, you know, does he have to say? Does he has ability to say? Well, this is a championship fight. He really cut a lot. I mean, we had to be realistic about that too. You know, a ref has a split second to make a decision to to help somebody. He's not he's not calling the fight to make you lose. He's calling the fight to 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 save the other fighter. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. people don't may may not see it that way. You know, they think, oh, he stopped the fight. He made me no. He's protecting somebody. Yeah, maybe you. So um, does a referee have that luxury or is that something that they should 
be required to do. You know what I mean? And I mean, because it's, I mean, like I said, you're, you're in chaos. You're in the mm-hmm. middle of a fight. Right. You know what I mean? To me, it just all comes down to, you know, their, their, their best judgment, you know, because, I mean, the next best thing to that would be a way for a referee to read a fighter's mind, read you know, mind. because the exactly. minute he's in the fight, if there's a way they get read it, then when he gets all blacked out and he gets blacked out, that, that's when he knows when to stop it. But the best thing they can do is look in the fighter's eyes and make that call, you know. Right. And I think that going back to, even to that Dillashaw fight, it's like, if the referee sees something there, he's like, oh, his life is really in danger. Exactly, and that's what it boils down to. It, that's you know what, what it boils saying? down to. Even, like, when we look at the Adonis Stevenson fight versus uh, Bozdick, you know, I think the referee, he made the call he could at the time, but that fight, was there was no blood there, but you could really see that he was hurt versus somebody like Badu Jack. Yeah. Badu Jack was bleeding, but... You know, as fighters, they got to fight through blood. You know, you can't fight through a, a concussion. You know, when right. you're about to go down, you can't fight through a seizure or a coma. You know, right. they have to stop that when they see those signs. Of, when they you see know? those signs. So, I think that um, as far as a referee, you know, they 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 just have to make that that judgment on what they feel is best. You know, when that yeah. that's by looking directly into the fighter's eyes. Because, like when I say, he Tony Weeks, he looked at Badu Jack. You could just see bloody eyes, you know, focused eyes, though, yeah. you know, bloody focused, uh, a, a bloody focused fighter that still could continue, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, for Bar- for Marcus Brown, I just feel like this was a fight, like you said, to fight that showed it was time. It's his time, you know? Yeah. Um, he showed he got the skills to to beat a, a body jack, and I think he's ready for, you know, a unification fight. What about you, man? You know, with, with Bo's dick. Well, let me ask you, um, do you think the cut changed the fight? Ooh. You know what I mean? As because, far as... Because, because, to be honest, like, Marcus Brown did a really good job, but... That is a the good question. The, the attention was on Bobby Jack bleeding and still fighting. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Okay. He, he was getting more attention because he like, did, I mean, his fate, he's pulling and he's still mm-hmm. fighting. You know, Marcus Brown was doing his thing. He was doing a really good job, but the attention kind of was on Bobby Jack because he was... His yeah. face was full of blood. Mm-hmm. So, do you mean? Um, do you think that that headbutt messed up Badu Jack's game plan? Is that what yeah? You like, I mean, because some people thought that. Some people thought that the cut made the difference in the fight. I mean, because we got to remember, Badu Jack starts slow. Yeah, he's a he's, yeah, a, he's slow a slow starter. starter. Yeah. So, you know, he by time picked... yeah, by time he really gets started, he got cut, and yeah. then it was something else that he had to deal with. Yeah, I think to a certain extent it did. You know, but um, again, for for somebody like Badu Jack, then that would that would have should have been his time to kind of step it up. You know, if I got this blood pouring, I gotta in the fight. You know, that that should have been the time when he said this blood is coming down. I got to take him out. You know, I gotta really go in there and take him out and not try to make twelve rounds because he's gonna take advantage of me. Yeah. And he did. You know, I mean, we've seen in the past guys like Hopkins. You know. Uh, Hopkins versus Winky Wright, you know, there was a headbutt. He had a bad cut. Right. And um, did that affect, you know, same question, did that affect their fight? It could have, you know, but um, Bernard Hopkins, you know, he took advantage of the situation. And that's the thing. We just never know, like, certain little things are going to come into play. No fight's ever going to be 
Yeah. You know, perfect uh, where perfect. we can just get skill for skill. It, you know, but the thing about by that being such a bad cut, and we know he had blood in his eyes. We know his vision was yeah, impaired. Yeah. You know, we know that for a fact. It wasn't, you know, cut on the side where we know that. I don't know what, what he was seeing that night. Mm-hmm. I'd be curious to ask him, what, what could you see that night? What because, it, you know, he's got them sunken in eyes. And it, I mean, all you saw was just blood. Just blood, right. I would definitely say, yeah, it definitely, it, it, it did it did have an effect on, on the win. You know, I still think Marcus Brown would have won anyway. Yeah. But as far as, like, how dominant it was, I think that it was the blood. Okay. You know, I, I do think it was definitely the blood. And like I said, whenever little things like that happen, as a veteran of the game, you know, you have to go ahead and jump on it and take it, you know. Yeah. So, and, and think. Because Omar Marcus Brown, like he said after the interview, you know, he was like, they asked about the blood. And he was like, you know, he kept leading with his head, and that's what he got, you yeah. know. And then everybody kind of booed. But I understand what he mean. He wasn't Me trying to be mean, Me you know. He was just saying that, you know, if you step in with your head, you know, you're going to get that's, hit. That, that can happen. You know what I'm and that's saying? what usually happens when you got a southpaw and orthodox. Right, it, it, it happens. You know what I mean? It was just one of those things that happened. It was unfortunate, you know, but um, it does happen. Um, so, but like you say, I mean, definitely not taking anything away from Marcus Brown. He definitely stepped in and did what he was supposed to do. Um, but in the same token, um, Badu Jack, I mean, I can't take nothing away from him either because, you know, even in the loss. You know, even in the defeat, he's a winner. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because yeah, um, after this performance, you know, I can't say like some people, they're going to say, oh, Bobby Jack, he ain't got it. You know, he ain't never going to win no title. I can't judge it off this fight no. because he did the best thing he could do was to just stay in this fight, you know, right. and try to find a way to win if there was one. But, you know, like we said, it was little things happen like a headbutt, you know, so. Yeah. He deserves another chance. You know, yeah, definitely. And, and the thing about Badu, it's not like he's a knockout. I mean, he none of his fights are spectacular. You know what I mean? He This is what what, what, what he does. And um, he didn't get knocked out. You know what I mean? He went for 12 rounds with a very gruesome cut. I mean, he, of course he deserves another big fight or another fight. You know what I mean? It's not over for him. You yes, know? Yeah, definitely not, man. So... Definitely, you want to see him back, and you know Marcus Brown. I'm sure he probably gonna do like a maybe stay busy fight. You know, just just off top because I know unless they can get that Vozik fight, you know. But that you know that that fight ain't gonna be easy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I think he showed that next level, but you know it's only gonna get tougher from him. Absolutely. Man. I mean, get tougher. I'm not. He didn't really solidify me, and I mean, he he beat Body Jack. Like I said, mm-hmm. I'm not the biggest Body Jack fan, and then you add the cut in. You know, um, it's still a lot to be seen about Marcus Brown. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Like he he's um just one step under Bivol and them. You know, yeah. Bivol better be. A, yeah. None of these guys are really proven, proven either. You know, because exactly. they all haven't faced each other. But I think when he get he get in that mix and beat one of them, then he'll take their position. Then and, we'll see. And, and the we'll thing see. about I like him is he game. He he from New York. He's typical New York cat. He game. He's loud. So we we'll see what happens. Yeah, you know and, that, and the name Vosic came out. He was like, yeah. hey, I want that. Yeah, you know, he wasn't. It he, wasn't no speak to my manager. Nah, you know? <laughs> not at all. Not at all. So yeah, man. Uh, yeah, definitely shout out to both of them, man. Like I said, you know, we we just like to see Warriors come in there. You know, we don't yeah. like to see no quitting them. You know. Yeah. But uh, here we go, man. Let's move on to this uh, Manny and A.B. fight, man. 
Um, first question I got for you on this fight, man. What'd you think, man? You think this was a good fight, man? I'm trying to I'm trying to think Ant, before I answer. Um, it was a good fight as far as the imagination. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah. You know, in my head, just thinking about all the different scenarios, it, it, it was interesting. But I mean, the actual fight, it kind of went. You know, I mean, I, the way I, I was explaining to people, and it's simple math. It's simple math. If you throw one punch around, and I throw ten punches around, and the fight goes twelve rounds, I mean, that's simple math. Yeah. And that's kind of how, you know, I took it. I mean, the, the the previous episode, I actually thought that you know, he would get overwhelmed in the championship rounds, and I mean, he almost got overwhelmed before the championship rounds, but he wound up going twelve rounds and. Just what I expect is simple math. I mean, if Manny hands are busy, that, that's scoring points. If your hands are not, you're not letting your hands go, you're not scoring points. Exactly. As, as simple as that, you know? Mm-hmm. I agree with that, man, because even the, even the math in the fight, the math before the fight, like we be telling people all the time, is like you got to look at who wants it more. Factor in that, factor in what they've done in the past, you know, mm-hmm. what they did to get where they are and, like, what road are they really trying to, you know, take? You know, Manny, he's over here trying to reestablish himself, you know, to get them get them bigger checks, you know, mm-hmm. and that's all he needs as far as his motivation. He's going to fight for him. Right. See, somebody like A.B., he wanted the big checks, but he ain't really going to fight for him, you right. know. He got other plans. Like, he got other antics to get him there, you know. Right. So when you put both of those together, it makes for an interesting matchup. You know, yeah. you got two guys on both sides, you know, on opposite sides that that enjoy the lights. But one of them, he kind of works for him. And the other mm-hmm. one, he's just playing the, you know, playing the role, playing Absolutely. the game. And when you put them together, you know, it can make for an interesting fight. But um, for me, I thought it was a good matchup, but it didn't turn out to be the fight I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. But it was still good on a level of. Anticipation, just, anticipation, yeah, and like the wild card fight, like I always call it, because I felt like this wasn't really like a welterweight fight, like Spence and Garcia. Now, yeah. you know that fight sounds exciting; it could be exciting. See, this one sounded exciting, but we didn't know what AB was going to show up. You know, we know when it's Spence and Garcia who's going to show up. You know, they both going to come. Both going to show up, yeah, right. But with this one, it was good on the level of um, somebody like Manny, like if he has to retire this would be a good fight to go out on, you know, as far yeah. as like getting that last level fight, you know, um, he, he did what he could as far as uh, a 40 year old man he could do. Yeah. You know, we, we definitely ain't going to see a Manny from 20, uh, 2009, you know? Absolutely. So I feel like it was good. It was a good fight on aspect, but um, as far as like my score for the fight, it was definitely like 10 rounds to two at most, yeah. like 11 rounds to one. What did you have in there? About 10 to two. I was being nice, yeah, too. 10 to two, yeah. I think round four and five were like the only rounds I could give to AB, man. Yeah. But possibly. You possibly, know what I'm you know. But I don't really see like what his game plan was in this fight, man. So let me ask you this, though. Round 11, when he looked in Kevin Cunningham's face and said, did I win that round? And Kevin Cunningham said, yeah. But you you're moving, but you need to be letting your hands go. Why would he tell him that you won a round if you didn't let your hands go? 
You know, because yeah. you notice the last two rounds, AB was on the bike like he thought that he won. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, somebody who thinks they're well ahead, you know, the last two rounds, they might get on the bike. So I was curious when he asked everyone, did I win that round? Did I win that round? And he was like, mm-hmm. he wasn't sure. Right. Did I win that round? Did I win that mm-hmm. round? He said, yeah, you win that round, but you need to be moving and letting your hands go. I'm thinking that wasn't really the best advice okay. to give him because that was I good. don't think he won that round on the bike. That was a good catch because I didn't catch it. You didn't, didn't catch, catch that in round 11? I missed that. Mm-mm. Round I missed 11. That he asked like that. Round 11. He, I didn't. He, he was looking up and coming. He said, I won that round, right? I won that round. You know, like mm-hmm. quite like. Mm-hmm. He wasn't sure, yeah. Okay. If you get a chance to go back, you okay. pick that and let me know what what you got out of that. You okay. know what I'm saying? But you know, it was after it was 11th round when he came and sat down. And he was on the bike the whole 11th round. He said, "Yeah, you you know you won that round." I'm thinking, why would he tell me he won that round and he didn't really throw anything? He was on the bike. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's crazy. What were they getting like the feeling that they were ahead? I, I don't know. That's, I that, don't know. That's what I I'm saying. Know. Like I don't understand what his game plan <clears> was in it. Like. You seen what guys in the past they have to do to nullify somebody like Manny Pacquiao, and he wasn't doing any of that to exactly. nullify him, you know. Exactly. And the whole fight they tell him let your hands go. You, not, he, yeah. he did that one or two rounds. Mm-hmm. You know, he would start off around and then stop doing it. You know what I mean? So, and you could see what would happen when he did let his hands go. He would touch Pacquiao. Touch he was touching him. That's what I'm saying. Like if he would have sat down on his punches, he probably could have got a knockout. Because even like the uppercut, he hit him a couple of times. And like at 140, when he used to throw that uppercut, he used to knock people out with it. Yeah. And you got Manny. Like I said, Manny wasn't really doing anything spectacular in this fight. No, and it surprised me. I thought he would have been like more smarter. But like you say, Manny, what he does, he, he used to, I mean, he's used to being in wars, getting touched. But at this stage in the game, I didn't think he would be taking a type of risk like that. You, you know, crazy. yeah, getting touched yeah. by a bigger guy. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I don't know, man. And that's why I say it, it, it kind of all goes back to that fighting the wrong style. You know what I mean? Like if he would have been more in the pocket on Manny and like set the counter, he would have knocked him out, you know, but yeah. he's sitting back, laying back thinking he could slip and roll and counter. But by the time, he tried to slip four or five punches. Two of them hit him, and he rocked. You know, mm-hmm. remember in round seven, that was like I thought that was about it. When he like showed up, hey, Madonna, it was worse than Madonna. Yeah, I thought like yeah. when he put his hands over, he and was. And then what round was it when he caught him? Man, he caught him with the left hook. Uh, that was straight that on was the, the chin. Yeah. It was straight on. I just watched Man. it again today. It was a perfect <laughs> shot on the chin. Big. I mean, one thing about ABN. If we can't say nothing else, the boy got a chin. His chin. Yeah, the boy got a chin and on Exactly. Him. His chin, his chin is it's a, crazy. It's crazy. It's, def, it's, it's definitely a 10, man. His chin is definitely it, 10. We got to give him that. That's all we could give him, man. But when he took that shot, I was kind of mm-hmm. like, he's going to get stopped soon because his, the way he looked after he took the shot, he just kind of was like, okay. Then the next round, he went back into motion, looking at the clock. You see him looking, looking at, at the, the clock. clock. And that's another thing. Yeah. People brought up. Why are you looking at... When you're looking at the clock, what does that mean, man, when the fighter's looking look, at the clock? I know when I was in class, I used to look at the clock. I was ready to go. I was ready to go. I you was know? ready and to go. Floyd watches the clock, but when he's watching the clock, he's always ahead. He's always winning yeah. the fight. Yeah, you know, he just, he's watching the clock for a different reason. You he, know what I mean? Yeah, he probably just looking to see what I'm going to do within this time. Within this time. You know. The AB kept watching the clock and people like, yo, you need to be letting your hands go and not worry about the clock. That's, that's what's 
that's what's the thing. That's the thing about AB man. It's like when he gets to you know any when he gets into any fight, it's like in his mindset like what he thinks is what he thinks is really happening. You know what I mean? He yeah. thinks it's physically happening. Now it's like he's not making it come out for real. Like as far as action, it's like. What do you call it when a person's actually imagining himself in there doing it, just daydreaming? Yeah, I feel, I feel some type of dream. Yeah, I feel, yeah, I can't think of the name of it right now. Like when people say, "What are the miracles?" They say whenever you think of something, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen, yeah. But you got to do it to you make it happen. Do it. You got to do it, brother. Yeah, that's what I'm saying with him. He has to do it, and he wasn't doing it, man. Yeah. So, this question, man, does AB does he have a solid argument that he won? Can he make a single argument that he wants? My thing isn't absolutely not, but you would have been surprised the blogs after that fight. Some people were saying he got robbed. Robbed, I saw. Yeah. So, I mean, how how they came to that conclusion, I I, I will never understand, but um, it's just interesting that some people actually saw that being a robbery. Not not oh it was a close fight but but a robbery I mean a robbery means you you, you got stuck up with a gun say so you got something took from you you know yeah, what I mean something you worked hard for yeah. you lost just like that I didn't see that I didn't see that man I didn't see that that's why what and what is in his mind that he was seeing that said oh I won every round and when he talked to Jim Gray you see how Jim Gray approached shut him down. Jim Gray was Shut like, down. <laughs> <laughs> and you like how Jim Gray when he finished with Pacquiao, he he had that look like, oh here I go. He yeah. was walking. He, he knew like, what he was like. I got a G up, you know. And then this Joe <laughs> would say, "Well, if I was fighting you, I'd be seven and no." Now think, you know, because people would say, "Well, Floyd used to get into it." No, Larry Merchant said if he was ten years younger, he would kick Floyd ass. Floyd said you wouldn't do shit. He never said I would fight a commentator. He never would talk crazy exactly. like that. It's two different exactly. lingos, man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He didn't start that confrontation where he was like, "I whoop your ass." He said it to him. He said it to him. So he's came back with it, but like, but, but he didn't even say he said you wouldn't do shit. He just said yeah, I yeah, whoop yeah, your yeah. ass. You know, of course right. I would. You know what I mean? Exactly. He didn't say that, but for Adrian Broner to, 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 I mean, kind of throw out a. a, a, a threat at Jim Gray, that's not smart, dude. It was like, come on, man. It's not, man. Especially, like, the dude, Jim Gray, yeah, they can say some crazy things. Commentators can say some crazy things, but his eyes were on the same fight that we were all looking Absolutely. at, man. And then when he called him out and said, you only landed or threw eight punches this round, and he goes, oh, that means you against me. How does that mean against you? you I'm just stating facts. fact. He stated facts right then. It wasn't like he said AB sucks. <laughs> that's his opinion, you know? But that's the guilt. You, 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 he already knew it was coming from Jim Gray. He already yeah. knew it was coming. And, I mean, he was just being defensive about it. We already we know AB, what he do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We knew what he was going to do. And, and this man, goes into what I was going to say about that whole thing with his argument. Like, I really don't think he felt he won, man. I just, he know he didn't, eh? He know he didn't, eh? He didn't. Like Come I said on, earlier, I feel like this is just a movie role. And this is his role where he's still playing that guy. Like, when the camera came over there, he was like, I got to say something. I got to say something to get my hustle on. You know what I mean? The, I got to get them views. I got to get them world star Instagram yeah. views. Got to keep it pumping because everybody's going to make memes. Everybody's going to go home and Instagram and make reaction videos about me. 
All of that. All, all the stuff he had mm-hmm. talked. All the stuff he had talked pre-fight. He had to think of something to say, and that was the only thing he'd come up with. I won that fight. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But he knew I was ain't a scratch on my face. Okay, that don't mean nothing. Mm-hmm. That don't mean you want to fight because you ain't got a scratch on your yeah. face. He he know, and I'm sure I know he had to feel a little little ashamed and embarrassed. You almost got stopped twice. You almost got knocked out twice. How did you win the fight? You never hurt Manny. All he could say was, "You know, I I was slipping. I was touching him, but not enough. But not enough. Yeah, not enough. Bro. So." When he said that to me, when he just said that, it was kind of like I told you, I feel like he's riding that boxing and WWE line where he wants to play the heel. Well, somebody somebody made a good point. They said, what's, what's, what's next for AB? And they said WWE. I'd never even considered that, but I mean. I, I already heard a rumor. You want to know what's next for him? Danny Garcia. Really? That's, that's, a, that's a rumor. Late summer, you know. That's, wow. that's a rumor, man. Um, Another fight for him to fall short on. Yeah. You know, and I had to see that before I believe it, and because I really believe at the Saturday his stock going down. I don't care what the pay per view numbers did. People saying, "Oh, he know what he doing," but you have to win. You had to win, eh? I mean, I'm not saying he won't get another fight, but he won't be another main event. That was pay per view. He was a main event. He was a main event. His first pay per view. I mean, come on, man. Which, which again, like didn't deserve. You know, no. he didn't deserve it. It wasn't like we said, oh, he fought his way up to up this. to a pay per view. Up to a pay per view, it was just like, no, he's riding off Manny's coattails on uh, this absolutely. one. But again, man, like I think people are getting to the point where they're getting tired of even coming out to see him lose. You know how people used to come to see a fighter lose and get their ass kicked. Well, like me, me and somebody had that conversation. People paid to see Floyd lose because he never lost. Yeah. People not going pay to see you to lose, see you lose when you when you've been losing. Mm-hmm. That that only lasts so long. People are only going to keep paying to see you lose mm-hmm. for so long. At you know what I mean? Because each time they hoping that something happens. You know what I mean? Each we already time. seen you you take L's. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we hoping every time they hoping this is going to be the time that he does something and it's not happening. So how many times are people going to keep buying into that? Yeah, because we 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 got people who are. Giving them chances, they keep coming out saying like, "You guys, you know, I know." They saying this is the fight. This yeah. is the one where he got got. He's gonna piece it together. He's gonna beat him. And then there's guys that saying, "I'm just coming to see his ass get whooped." Yeah. But you know, like you said, we already seen him do that. We already seen that. We never seen that for Floyd. So yeah. that that that's a ticket. That's the ticket. With that's Floyd. a ticket with Floyd. I mean, we right. see him get knocked out or lose. That's a ticket. Right. But that's not a ticket with you, bro. It's not because like even these other people that are giving you these chances, they're gonna get tired of that sooner or later. So. Is the, do you think this is the last time people are going to really do it now? Because, I mean, this is the peak, man. What was it? Look, Jesse Vargas, Mikey Garcia, Pacquiao. Where do you go down from there? Yeah. I mean, where you going to go higher? Go down from there. Where you going to go higher than Pacquiao? You ain't going to get no Mayweather, nothing like that. So, I I can't remember who it was, and if it was Roy Jones or it was another blog that I saw, but they were just, like, bringing up some interesting um, points about A.B. real quick. Um, you know, I mean, and not just about A.B., He's not the first fighter we've seen in like fights that won't won't will seem to not let their hands go. And um whoever it was, they said made 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 something made a statement that made me think. And they said that, you know, A B when he gets into these elite fights, he's not confident mm. of his skill set. Mm. He's not confident and that 
that's what keeps him from letting his hands go. You know, if it's a guy that he that he he can bully, he th- then he'll you know you know how a bully will do. If it's a guy you gonna go throw a hundred punches, down but mm-hmm. if it's a guy you ain't too sure about, it, it it does something different to you. That's true. It does something different to you. So um, you know, Floyd Mayweather, who's a very confident fighter. You know, because this is the thing, a guy can act confident but not really be confident. I mean, A.B., he acts confident, but mm-hmm. don't forget he was in the car posting a gun talking about suicide, too. That's not mm-hmm. the talk of a confident person that, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So just because somebody talks confident doesn't really mean that they, they are confident or mentally strong. So um, I don't know. It could, it, could, it could be something there that he he's really not fully invested in his skills the way he was, you know, back when he was performing, you know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. man, if you, if, you, if you get in there, you say, damn, what, what, what's going on? I, mm-hmm. thought, I, thought, I thought I had this, but, It's, it's know, harder than I thought. It's harder it's than harder I thought, than you I know thought. what I'm saying? Or, yeah. I'm not as good as I thought. I'm not as good as I thought. So, um, I thought it was an interesting point that um, the guy brought up because um, we, we wondered that, and we see fights, we be like, damn, I mean, from local to professional fights, we say, well, man, why ain't this guy letting this help? Man, let your hands, that's all you got to do, mm-hmm. but it's something that happens in the ring that makes a guy not let his hands go. I don't know what it is, but, you know, we kind of seen that Saturday night on a huge stage. Yeah. A guy not letting his hands go when mm-hmm. everybody around him was telling him that fight night before the fight, yo, you you can win this fight, but you got to... I know he heard that a million times. You don't think so, Ant? I think, yeah, he definitely has. I mean, everybody from the fans are saying it. And so, you know, his trainer was saying yeah, it. His, his trainer was saying in the Mikey Garcia fight. You know, he was you like, can you can do this. Let your, hands let your hands go. Let your hands go. But if he was never that confident, you know, what was it for his trainers to and the people behind him to not say, hey, we need to really break down on this and you know crack this man let's do this is do you think it's like emmanuel stewart says some, sometimes guys are gym fighters you think it's because he performs to that level in the gym and then when fight night comes he clams up you think that's why i mean it could be because think you know because it probably gym, ain't the trainer's fault so, you know the trainer's going to push you so far I don't, you know? I don't think it's that i think yeah. it's something in, in his it's head in you his know because yeah. in the gym thinking is intimate it's small you know, everybody's it's, it's known family. You can let more, go. Yeah, more family. It's yeah. more. It's a more comfortable mm-hmm. setting. And just think, if you do get knocked out, it's not on the jumbotron. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not on TV screens across America. So and, and the opposite, you you're, you're sparring guys. You're comfortable to beat up on, so you're confident. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not yeah. like you in there fighting a the guy. Oh man, they bought him in the day. I, you know, you, they bought a punching bag in there exactly. for you for, for the most part. Mm-hmm. During that day, you know what I mean? So, that's a lot of different things that can have a guy in different spaces. I mean, but like we always said about Floyd, I mean, on the big stage, under the big lights and all this, he always knows how to perform. And it's a lot performing under the big lights. Yeah, it definitely is because, you know, we've heard it time and time again. Like, some guys, they want to get used to that lights. That's why you've seen, like, even on, like, the shows Contender, they used to the guy used to walk to the ring when, you know, the venue was closed, mm-hmm. you know, they stand in the ring, yeah, they walk there, feel. Yeah, just to exactly. get the feel, you know, to be Absolutely. like, this is where I'm going to be later, you know, except it's going to be brighter, you know yeah. what I mean? So they kind of get that feel of it. But, but with um, Broner, I think it's just something so far beyond that because he plays up to the camera, 
You know, he plays up to mm-hmm. well as this, you know, I've heard some people say like a jester, you know, because he's being this other act, but it's not the way we want to see him. You know what I mean? Yeah, because it, it, it's borderline. Like like I told another guy, they're not laughing with Adrian Broner. They're laughing at him. You. It's a difference. You, right. You know what I'm saying? So you, like you say, you being a jester, you being, uh, you know, you tap dancing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And people are not laughing with you. They're laughing at you. And at the end of the day, this is a scenario that he finds himself all alone once the money's gone and a little bit of fame is gone. Adrian Broner is by himself because all, all that stuff is since you know it's money is money sensitive you know what i'm saying yeah. while the fame and all that stuff is there that stuff is there but once the money and fame is gone then that stuff is gone it's gone man that's what I'm, yeah that's what one of the things i always say is like the difference between him and the difference between floyd a lot of people they love floyd or they hate him but floyd always going to have some ground to stand on like there's always going to be some people that can look up to him. Absolutely. You know, you might not like some of the personal things he did, but he's done so many things in the game where he's still, he's still boxing. Yeah. You know, he and, said it himself one time, there's boxing and then there's Floyd Mayweather. You know what I mean? And that's, and that's real because yeah. it's no person on the world that can't watch this man work out and get motivated. Mm-hmm. It's no person. Now you might, his personal life, this, that, what he said, that's different, but it's no man in the world who can watch this man work out and say he don't work hard and not be motivated. You watch him jump rope. You watch him on the ad wheel. You watch him do the stuff that he did. You watch him work in the midst. You're going to get motivated. Shoot, or he'd be, well, he was pumping that jab when I hit that bag. jab. I'd be man. trying to do that, you Come know? On, man. Popping that jab. That. So just watch you it. can't take that away from him. Yeah. You can't take that away from him. His work ethic is there. Mm hmm. So. Everything could close down on Floyd. Like I said, people could leave him and shut him out, but he's still going to be Floyd. There's always going to be some type of aura around him where people have to come back to him, you know? Exactly. And he made himself that way. But like Broner, like we said, he's making himself as this guy that you're being laughed at. Yeah. And sooner or later, people are going to get tired of that. Is that. I mean, think about that. His resume so far, would that even qualify him for the Hall of Fame? Who, uh, Broner? Yeah. No. Nah. Because, man, he, he's in there. Floyd, they're in there already. Mm-hmm. They're solidified. They, they, yeah, they done so much, you know, besides just, like I said before, just winning world titles in multiple divisions, there's got to be more to it, you know. Yeah. There has to be more ground to stand on. I mean, I don't know if the Hall of Fame has a book where it says you have to win this many titles to qualify, you know. Yeah. But maybe he did it just for that. Or back backtracking real quick, I got another question. Like, do you think back to Broner's skill? Do you think there was a point in his career where he just said that these checks are nice? I think I'm good. I'm gonna stay on this level. Now that I did win these world titles, I'm comfortable. I'm gonna just keep doing what I do and be this entertainment guy. Do you think there was a point where he did that? Well, um, psychologically, a person can. Psychologically, a person can get content and say, "I'm cool with this." Because think about it, money's nice on that level. Yeah, I mean, he getting paydays. Mm-hmm. He getting paydays. But it's one thing for a guy to be getting knocked out, come back and fight, and get knocked out, come back and fight, and get knocked out, versus a guy who talks a big game, talks a lot of trash, 
gets his ass whooped, comes back again, gets his ass whooped, not learning a lesson. Mm-hmm. You know, there's kind of a difference there. There's a me. big difference. Because say the guy who's getting knocked out, going back to him, he could actually be training hard. You know, he could be training hard, you know, getting back in there, but he could just be getting caught. Yeah, you know, but he's just, actually yeah. fighting his ass off. Exactly. You know, he's coming to fight his he, ass off. He could come in there and be letting his hands go. I mean, you let your hands go, you're open to getting hit. He could be, you know, trying to press the action and mm-hmm. could be getting clipped, you and, know. And people might be standing with him because, you know, he's coming to put on the, the performance that we came to see, you know. Yeah, because even that, a person going out on the shield is always respectable. Yeah. A person going, man, I'm going out here, balls to the wall. I just let it fly, and he caught me, and, and that was that. I mean, that's way more respectable than quitting or not letting your hands go, getting pummeled mm-hmm. on for 12 rounds. You know what I mean? People respect you going out on your shield yeah. all day long. You know what I'm saying? But but when you got a guy who who's in the wrong game, you know, making theatrics of this thing, you know, like maybe you should be a stand-up comedian. You know, maybe you should be team with Kevin Hart or something because it's yeah. like you coming off with that type of vibe where – you know, it's like a, a, a boxing comedy movie, you know? You know, you're not really coming in there where we can ever take you seriously. You know, I've looked at the way and look at his training. Like, nothing in him really ever makes me want is making me. I want to see him do good, but he's never really changing his attitude, you know? And, 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 and I mean, I see him more as a persona than a fighter, and to be honest, you know, I see him more as a persona. I mean, it's easy to see him in the in the rap world, on stage rapping, mm-hmm. here doing a million other things besides boxing. Yeah, because boxing, you know what I'm saying? You know, boxers, there's boxers without personas, but sometimes when boxers are that confident, they can come with a persona, you know what I mean? Yeah. They, they, then they'll add that act to it. You know, you got an Ali who will, you know, can bring another aura with him, you know, that personality, because he's Because he got confident. the skills to back it up, yeah. He got the skills to back it up, but like, him, his skills, like I always say, his uh, his talent never caught up with his fame. Mm-hmm. You know, he went to Instagram and became this big thing, but the, the, the talent never caught up. Right. So when he goes perform, he's busy being this guy, but he's too busy being this guy. So when he gets in the, the danger realm, which is the fight, he can't back it up, you know. Yeah. And, and how long will the fans support something like that? Now, we, we, we always talk about how A.J., could let the belts go and he'd probably get fight in the UK for the rest of his life. Right. You know, to for his career. Adrian, but that's that's not the same thing for him. You mm-hmm. know AJ is in a in a in a particular space where something like that could work for him. Mm-hmm. You know, he got the looks, he got the everything that it takes to to, to relinquish the belt and still just stay in the UK mm-hmm. and get big paydays fighting guys, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where's A B gonna go? Yeah. He can't go to the UK. He can't, you know what I'm saying? Because he can't even get it here because the difference between him and AJ is because, yeah, AJ ain't coming to get his ass whooped. You know, AJ has the mind frame where I'm not coming to get my ass whooped. You know, I know that I'm something that everybody has to, you know, put their money into. You know what I mean? Like, everybody's kind of making money off Broner, but at the same time, AJ. They making money off him, but I got to get my money too. You yeah, know? AJ, I don't see it just as a check. He doing this for a check, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? He get nice checks too, but he still seemed like you know it's a little, it's some fight in him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, especially since all the accolades he getting, he like yo, shit, I gotta keep this going. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not like back to the Broner thing where it's like, oh, I'm making these, I'm good. Maybe I could just settle here. You know, yeah. he's just gonna keep getting his until the wheels fall off. But yeah. AJ, it's like. AJ, his could go higher, you know. Yeah. He knows his could go higher, so he knows his worth. 
more so than somebody like like Broner, man. Yeah. But um, as far as Broner, man, like like I said, there's that rumor of Danny Garcia. Like, what is really next for him, man? Um, it's really, really hard to say, and I mean, you you would hate to see him wind up being a gatekeeper for mm-hmm. 147. You know what I mean? With so much promise and so much enthusiasm, all the stuff he brings to the table. Um, but I mean, you gotta win. Hey, what 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 else can I say? If this sport is based on winning, and 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 the guy is not winning, it's not second place in boxing. It's not third place in boxing. It's one winner, it's one always. loser. You know what I'm saying? So, um. It's just it's, it's really hard for me to say at this point because if you're not going if 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 you're not going to commit to a Pacquiao fight are you going to commit to a Danny Garcia f- fight? Aunt? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean Pacquiao it don't really get no bigger than that but Mayweather. Mm-hmm. That's the only higher you can get than, than Manny right now. That's, that's I mean status wise legend. I mean Manny yeah. he's not the man he was but. But would Status anybody want to see that, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, and just what he stands for. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I mean, he's a guaranteed Hall of Famer. The things he's accomplished in his career, eight-time, what? He's an eight-time world champion. Eight-time world champion. So, I mean, this dude, he's he's validated. And, and that goes back to him just kind of being given this fight. You know what I mean? He was just kind of given this fight just... Just to kind of be fed to to a uh, Manny Pacquiao, yeah. you know, as bad as he kept putting it out there saying, "Oh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to win this fight. I want it bad because, you know, they keep looking past me, looking towards uh, Floyd, but I'm going to stop that." You know, that was all talk too. You know, mm-hmm. so they just kind of put him in there to put him back into that realm. But looking at looking at Manny now, man, um, what's next for him? I don't know because. You know, there was uh, rumors about his uh, retina. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I heard it got scratched, and then somebody said it was actually damaged where it might force him to retire. Yeah, so yeah. to to me, that's kind of just like a a sign there to kind of retire. What do you I think? Pr- probably, you know what I'm saying? Um, Manny beat Adrian Broner, but Manny, we've seen a lot of slippage in Manny. We've seen a 40-year-old Manny, and... um. You add a torn retina or a possible torn retina to the mix. I mean, that ended Sugar Ray Leonard's career. That ended Layman Brewster's career. Mm-hmm. It's a career ending, a boxing career ending injury. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, and it's probably just time. I mean, man, he's type of guy. He's a warrior. He would have fought forever. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He would have fought forever. And if if nothing stopped him, if nothing stopped, he's the type of guy to keep going. That's why I think like. As sad as it may be, sometimes these little injuries they happen in life. Like these, yeah. little, these little things called fate, they happen to kind of stop a guy. But like you say, man, let's see. What if he did get the surgery? You know, uh, yeah, Sugar Ray Leonard, Julian Jackson, and Layman Bruce. You know, they all had the surgery, but mm-hmm. they never come back. Never the same. come back. Yeah. Remember Layman Bruce? He used to be a monster. Yeah. You know, but when he came back, it wasn't the same. Wasn't the same. And then Julian Jackson. Whenever I saw some of his fights, when they said after the surgery he came back. Still had the power, but that 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 go get him was kind of gone. You yeah. know, that go get him with your vision is kind of gone. So, go get him is kind of all Manny knows. You know, when he's in there, you know, Absolutely. and that's a big part of his style. So, I think him having this 
happen now where there is just scratch, it might be time to hang it up. Might be time, man. Um, Cause imagine, I- imagine what's gonna happen to the hard hitters, Bud, Thurman, Spence. You think these guys that's coming to get a check off of Manny? Yeah, I mean, and you're 40 years old, and then you had kind of a bad vision or bad eyes. Yeah. Just not gonna be a good look. Yeah, because these guys, you know, they ain't coming for the check. They coming to finish you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they want and, to win. You too. know, they the people you just keep hearing to retire. We we want to retire, Manny. You know, that's mm-hmm. the, that's what I the phrase I keep hearing. You know what I'm saying? So, um, um, I mean, I this is the thing. It, a guy, a fighter has to be smart enough to realize these things. This probably is a wake-up call for Manny because it can only get worse after this, Ant. Mm-hmm. You're 40. Like I say, you got this eye surgery thing going on, and there's nothing but young lines around. You could really come out and really get yourself hurt. And... um Nobody really wants to see that. So hopefully, you know, he just sits down and and, and, and and figure things out. And hopefully this is something he can do. I don't know if he is in the position to not fight again. At, you know, I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. Financially, you know. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Financially, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he might need a couple more fights. I don't know. Damn, you know that, that, would, that would kind of suck, too, because, yeah, if that. The retina was, you know, if it is more damage to her and he he needs more fights, yeah, you know, that puts him kind of in that rock and a hard place, man. So I was just hoping that maybe he could have got what he needed off of this fight. But, you know, we never know, you know, what fight. Yeah. And then, you know, this fight, he said he was donating all the proceeds to the, Phil- to, you know, to the Philippines. I, I don't know how true that was or whatever, but, um, um, <laughs> You know, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, That's what man. he said. Yeah, you know, you gotta, put, you gotta put somewhere yourself, man. Yeah. You gotta get somewhere yourself. And, and, you, and you know, I mean, he's a given person. I mean, like person, they yeah. say, you know, people. We we wouldn't be surprised if we saw Manny broke because he's so given. I I would never want to see him broke a given mm-hmm. person like that. You know, given from the heart. But yeah. it happens. That eh? it happens. It, it happens. You know, for me personally, like if I know a guy is going through this and putting himself through this and going to war. You know, make you know, putting his body through this. You know, there's got to be a point where I say, you know, I don't need nothing from you. You know, just yeah. you know, just to be real, just to be like, I know there's a lot of people that do need help. That's what I'm about to say. But I mean, what what's it going to mean whenever you put yourself in that that situation? That situation. But think, he's surrounded by people with their hands out. Ain't? Yeah. Every is that's mm-hmm. he's surrounded, but not necessarily Philippine people, but yeah. managers, promoters, lawyers. Yeah. All the stuff that mm-hmm. surrounds a fighter, mm-hmm. and everybody wants something from Manny Pacquiao, yeah, and yeah. when he don't have it, they'll be gone. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. So it's it's a um, yeah, yeah, unfortunate situation. Yeah, definitely because you know it's same thing with Mike. You know, a bunch it, of leeches. Yeah, a bunch of leeches. Because yeah. sometimes the people on the outer, you know, outer circle, you might give them a little something, they'd be happy, but. The ones that are closer to you, they milking you, you yeah. know, just like and, Mike. And some know. of them are milking you and you don't even know. And you don't know. You know they're the accountant. They're the lawyer. they this person. they that person. And they doing this behind you. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, hopefully we we don't see Manny wind up in that situation. Because regardless how you feel about him, Manny always been a respectful guy, humble guy. Um, Give you your fights you want. Yeah, he gave, gave, definitely gave us some, some of the most entertaining fights you know, in this last decade or so or whatever, so, you know, but um, 
I would never want to see him in a bad situation like that because he, he, he gave his life to the sport. Yeah. Yeah, he you did, know what man. I'm saying? Every you know, every year. Every know, year. Every year, man. You know. We so, never heard Manny turning down a fight. He fought whoever, whenever, whatever weight class, you know what I'm saying? Shoot. Dude. So Yeah, man, that's why I say take my hat off to him, man, and I just wanna see him be able to make it out with his with his vision, you know, with yeah. his everything intact. So if need be, if there is damage, I just hope he can leave the sport, you know. Yeah. I mean, man, he got like Staircase children, man. He need to be there for them kids. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah, yeah. I, I ain't realize he been spitting them bad boys out. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah so you know, you got a family. You got Jinky who's been in your corner since day one. Um, you you have a lot going on outside of boxing too, and I just hope he can recognize mm-hmm. that. And um, and she was one of the ones too that said, you know, um, she wanted to see him maybe fight one more time after this and retire, but this was before the eye surgery, mm-hmm. you know, the, I mean, the damage I saw you, we don't know now that this damn, she probably gonna try to talk him out of, you know? Yeah, I mean, dude, Jinky has been wanting him to stop fighting. Yeah. I mean, why they showed her a couple times in the Adrian Broner fight, he was beating Adrian Broner up and she was like, yeah, 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 so yeah. I know that she's beyond all this shit, mm-hmm. you know, man, this is something he wants to do, she's supporting him being his wife, she probably can't talk mm-hmm. him out of it at this point, but I know she's been tired of him fighting. Oh, yeah. She, probably since that knockout. That Marquez knockout probably, like, that oh, was I'm a done. Scary moment I'm done, yeah, yeah, so. So it's definitely time for, like, you and Jim Gray asked him, are you going to run for president? Go ahead and do that, man. Yeah. You know, do yeah, that. You know. you know, Klitschko, he ran for, you know, senator in his country. Right. So, you know, go ahead and do it. You know, right. take the chance now. I mean, you can't be boxing forever. You, you can't know? do it forever. You can't box forever. Yeah. But that's know? the dog in him, though, Ant. That's that dog in him. I mean, it's time it, to neuter that dog. I, it is. Because <laughs> as much as he yeah. smile and laugh and has a, a pleasant demeanor, mm-hmm. he got that pit bull in his ass, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, it's, I don't, it must be hard to turn off. You know I what think I mean? So. I, I think it is, man. It's the it's the lights and everything and yeah. being challenged, you know, yeah. being challenged like that. So, you know, just imagine when Canelo get to that level. We'll see how he do with it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, shit. Because, yeah. you know, he a little fighter, too, so. He is. Yeah, you know, yeah. he a diva, but he a fighter, too, you know. I, I'd be curious to see if these younger fighters hang around like that, though, at in their forties, I mean, some of these guys are doing it. They have to. Hell, so I don't see. It's kind of hard to see him hanging in. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, you got to realize the younger guys are getting bigger checks earlier yeah. and better investments. Better. It's just they set up better. You know, they might not have to fight yeah. till yeah. their forties and how some of these guys are doing. True. That's my, you know, take on it. Yeah, that's true, man. Hell yeah. You think about it like that, yeah. You know, but, think, um, think about B Hop. B-Hop fought so long because he really just started getting those big paydays. Yeah, because when you think about his, his career. career, he was grinding. Not, man. Yeah, he wasn't so, nothing, you so. know. Yeah, he was just getting that taste here, you know. Getting that taste yeah. at the end. Makes sense, man. But, um, yeah, man, uh, good fight overall. You know, I think the uh, the future for both of them is kind of up in the air, you know, really. Yeah. You know, I think it is, but for... For me, I don't want to see the one of them in the ring anymore. I mean, I, so I as that see, may be for AB. You know? Exactly. I want to see him, Floyd, or Manny in the ring really again right now, necessarily, man. I definitely do not want to see part two of that fight that they might be trying to cook up. Yeah, I don't need to do that, man. Did you see the little Instagram where they said he was stalking Floyd? Yeah, when like, he walked up yeah, to him. Floyd, like, looked back. Yeah, but did, but you see when I'm Jim Gray, well, Floyd. Uh, just give me a nod. If you know, you, if Floyd you, was like, 
I ain't giving you nothing. <laughs> I said, that's my boy right there. Exactly. He just stood there stone-faced. I said, that's my boy right there. Yeah, when yeah. I saw that, I was like, yeah, don't give him nothing. Don't, that's my boy. Don't, hey, don't smile or nothing. Yeah. He, he, like, hey, he said, we got the big cam on you, Floyd. Floyd was like... Actually, like, it wasn't nothing. <laughs> he didn't hear. He had earbuds in. <laughs> just nod your head. Just nod if you're going... I said, that's my man. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Shoot. But yeah, man, um, jumping over to this next topic, uh, we got the return of another welterweight. Uh, Keith Runtime, they call him. <laughs> no, his name is uh, Keith One Fight. No, it's uh, Keith One Time Thurman. He making his comeback against Josito Lopez. Um, as you know, Keith Thurman, he been out of the ring for, damn, man, what you think about it? March will make two years. Dang. So uh, 22 months. He's been out for almost two years since uh, the Danny Garcia fight. And, um, you know, he had a couple injuries since then, and there's some other things going on. Uh, the elbow surgery after the Danny Garcia fight, and right when that was about to heal, the uh, right hand got hurt in uh, training. So, you know, he had to have um, have that monitored, he said. So, yeah, he was out for double injuries, but since then, you know, um, the, the elbows been coming back. You know, he's been getting back into sparring and training, and they finally – you know, settle for a date in December to come back, but, you know, I had to push the fight back again because the hand. So, mm. you know, January was legit date. So now we got him coming back this Saturday uh, against Josito Lopez. Uh, Lopez, you know, like I said, I was telling you earlier, he's a fan of uh, following his style and everything. But over the past few years, you know, he only been fighting like once a year. Yeah. He ain't really been fighting on that level, you know, like the Canelo fight, mm. Victor Ortiz, Maidana. Um, I think a lot of people remember his last fight getting stopped against Andre Berto. But, you know, I think um, I think this is an okay fight for uh, Thurman to kind of make his return just to see where he's at. But as far as, like, Thurman coming back in this fight, what do you think, man? Do you really think he's um, looking to make that big statement or just kind of get rounds to kind of, like he always say, I'm trying to test the elbow out or see where I'm at? To be honest, Ant, it's 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 kind of hard to say because it's not like we see training footage of Keith Thurman. We we, we you know we're seeing more footage of him, but it's not like we see him actually doing things. You know, working a heavy bag. Um, I just hope he's not one of those injury prone fighters, Ant. That it's just one thing after another um i would hope that he's trying to make a statement with this fight because i mean if he's healthy i think he's a a big player at 147 um and he has to know that you know what i mean he has to know that 100 percent keith thurman i can mix it up with anybody at 147 um but is 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 he a hundred percent? Is he fully healthy? You know, I think he got a lot of pressure applied to him, and maybe came back. And I don't know if that's a hundred percent what he really wanted. Right. Okay. You, you, let me rephrase that question too about him um, looking to get rounds and make a statement. Can he come back just to get rounds, even though this is a first fight, or do, does he have to make a statement? I mean, I I would think he needs to make a statement because injury or not, you know, what I mean, he. Well, yeah, definitely, you know, with double injuries, you know, so he has to go in there and make a statement. Yeah, he need, he, he 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 needs to make a statement because 
it's nothing but like legit solid fights at 147 you know what I mean mm-hmm. so getting the rounds and is not really going what people need to see from him is making a statement right now and mm-hmm. you know they need to say okay he's back you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. getting the rounds in you gonna have people questioning a lot of things you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. if you come in and put on a dominant performance get a nice stoppage it's definitely gonna raise your stock and make people say oh he's back he, he is back you know what I mean it would be better to come right. back that way you know what I mean I hope he's not just trying to get rounds cause we not really you get rounds in spawn we really not trying to see him get rounds we've been out the ring for two years we want to see what we were right. used to seeing, you know what I mean, from okay. you, Keith. And while we put you up on 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 a pedestal that you know we mm-hmm. had you on, because um, I'm just trying to look at a pi- fighter's point of view. I ain't trying to be difficult, but like for for a fighter like Keith Thurman, do you think he, if he tried to come and get rounds, you think he would just be trying to test out his his injuries, make sure he don't get hurt, or do you think? He's feeling like let's say if he did just get rounds instead of getting a quick knockout, he 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 wouldn't want to try to get that false confidence. Say if he went in there and made easy work real quick. But I mean the thing is how healthy is he really? You know, I mean, of course they're not gonna divulge everything. So if he came in and got rounds, it might lead me to believe that he's he's testing stuff out. He ain't hundred percent about the elbow, the hand. He wants to be sure. Because as fans, uh, we want to say you 100%. You're coming back. Right. We think you're 100%. You know, like I say, if you want to get around, do that in sparring. Mm -hmm. You know, when you say you come back for a fight, we want to see you perform. You know what I mean? Um, That's my personal um, view on it. And I understand what you're saying. It's just hard to really get inside his head because really keep them we, we we don't know know what's in his head you know mm-hmm. I, like i say he say he's healthy but we, we don't know you were a healthy fighter then you went through a spell of injury after injury what, what were you doing different to get all these injuries right you weren't fighting right is your bone just deteriorating yeah I, that's what i'm saying i mean it's it's, it's, yeah, it's a lot of things yeah. that you know make you really wonder what's going on with him you know what i mean I mean, for for Thurman and his team, you know, he has a good trainer, you know, Dan Birmingham, you know, Winky Wright's trainer. So I'm yeah. thinking, like, maybe on the low, maybe when he's hurt, they should be trying to adjust to a style that can work for him because, you know, the fight game goes on. It goes you know? on. I mean, that's you that's know? that's what he has to do, yeah. man. Because, like, he what did Floyd do? Floyd had both brittle hands, you he know. figure it out. You never saw him take two, three years off in the game. He was still exactly. he was still figuring some style out for, for these hands, you know. So I'm thinking, like, with Keith Thurman, like, people are only going to hear, want to hear the elbow or the hand injury so much, you know. They're going to want to see you come to the ring and perform, you know, anytime. You know, they, they don't want to always hear you got to take this time off. You got to do this. You got to get this no, right. No, not from the young boys. Man. The young boys, y'all supposed to be ready to fight in the drop of a dime. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got the old guys coming out. You got Manny. 40, you know what I mean? You got old guys coming out. Y'all in mm-hmm. y'all 20s. Y'all can't man, he come a, out. They said Manny had a cold in there. Yeah, he had the flu. He was he had sick, a flu. Yeah. yeah. He was slick, yeah. And then Winky Ray actually was sick once in his fights that he won. You know, he had the flu. So, so I mean, you it's know. just, it's, and it just goes back to the thing that, that no fighter is ever 100%. It's always something going on. You know, now Keith Thurman, I mean, maybe it's more than 
the normal going on with him. I don't know, but you know, he just went through a, a time where he was plagued with, with, with injuries and we wondering how, why you wasn't fighting. I mean, how did you, how were you messing up all this stuff? Mm-hmm. Your elbow to your hand to this to that. I mean, where you been training, going extra hard? What's happening? Well, how how are these injuries occurring, and why are they occurring? They never happened the first part of your career. You were active. You went there knocking guys out. You know what mm-hmm. happened? Oh, I know what happened. What happened? That somebody won that IBF belt. Oh, the IBF. It did all that. Hey, God, do <laughs> oh. Somebody, I mean, beat, somebody beat somebody in the UK for that IBF belt, and, and that and that was it. And that was it. Wow. I mean, that's what some people say. I mean, well, I mean, all roads kind of point to it in some way. You know, I ain't trying to speak on a casual fan's perspective. I'm speaking from my perspective, where it seems like if you know dangers ahead, you might feel like I got to take a step back and look at another way to attack it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes if your road is already paved, you know what you're going to do. But if another bump comes ahead, you got to back it up and can't approach it the same way, you know. But this, again, this is the fight game. Yeah, you this is the fight that. game. Yeah, that's you what know? I'm trying to I'm think. saying yeah, I'm yeah. just putting myself in his head. Yeah, because I'm, I'm following it. But I'm thinking, well, in the fight game, you can't yeah. back out and you're a champion. <laughs> what are you, you know, but I mean, it, <laughs> we're, we're taking what he gives us. Yeah. That's all we can do. Yeah, that's all I'm doing. Like you know? I'm just kind of reading what he's doing now and just saying, okay, maybe he feels like this uh, Earl Spence role might be a little harder than I think, you know. But as fighters, you got to take that. You know, you got to take it, man. Like nobody ever said it was going to be easy, you know. I mean, you can't guarantee you're going to get a fight that you feel comfortable with all the time. I mean, that's not what it's about, eh? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's not what it's about. You know I mean, it's about... At some point, having to test yourself mm-hmm. against another person who thinks they're the best. Do you think, man, like Spencer really, really puts that type of danger in people's minds? But I mean, like when I saw when I used to see Keith Thurman and Sean Porter before they fought, I thought that was going to be a good matchup. And I thought that Sean Porter was really going to give Keith Thurman a hard fight, which he did, man. But like, do you see him, Errol Spence, giving him more of hell than, um, Sean Porter did. I don't, man. Really? I did because to me, Aunt, I mean, Errol Spence, I like him, but only thing he brings is the power. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen him do nothing else but lob power shots. You know what I'm saying? I need to see more from, from him, too. You know what I mean? I think a guy who can really box and, and has a little bit of power is going to present some problems for Errol Spence. Mm-hmm. A guy who's not standing in front of him, and when he throws, something hard is coming back. Mm-hmm presents a problem for Earl Spence, I think. You know what I mean? I mean, right now, he's like bullying, walking guys down. They're already scared before they get in the ring with him, you know? And I think it's that laid-back demeanor, because yeah, dude don't ever get say, that's a good. That's a good. That's a, that's a good part of his game, too. You, you know, know what I mean? mean? He always you know? comes, yeah. oh, I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. He ain't loud. He ain't. And, but that, that could be a little intimidating that the person is that confident in his, I don't got to go up no octave. I don't got to yeah. raise my voice. I ain't got to do yeah. nothing. I'm going to get him. You know what I'm saying? He just... But yeah, I say, but then that's kind of like, you know, the game changer. Because, you know, Mike Tyson, like, there are guys I felt like could have beat him in the past with their boxing skill. But his one thing was the power. That was the game yeah. changer every time. So, yeah. and, and the mental like, thing, Errol Spence, like... People being defeated before they step in the ring yeah, with him, too. like Errol Spence, like, like Errol Spence, same thing. They get in there. He don't have to show it sometimes because they ain't going to do anything else. You know what I mean? They're going to crumble at the, at the yeah. field of one punch and... 
I think that that's going into the mind of some of these guys, you know? Exactly. The same Mike Tyson thing. I mean, psychological warfare. Guys defeated before they, before uh, they punches even thrown. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, but the thing is, it's ways to nullify power. Power is only yeah. effective if it lands. Yeah. If it ain't yeah. landing, then, I mean, I can't see that making a boxer who's trained, who knows how to slip punches, who knows all the fundamentals of boxing, mm-hmm. really being intimidated by power because power is not the end all be all in boxing that eh? definitely not nah, we've nah, seen so many people mm-hmm. with power get nullified nullified yeah, yeah so i mean that, that's the beautiful thing about boxing i mean a guy he, he can have the power to punch a hole in the wall but this feather-fisted guy just boxed him into an oblivion mm-hmm. i think you know definitely like iq and strength will nullify power all day you all know? day it nullifies all day. it all day all but, day um, yeah going back real quick yeah i felt i think I think, man, I think Sean Porter was, like I said, give, gave Keith Thurman hell like I felt. But I think Errol Spence really could hurt him, man. Really could hurt Keith Thurman. Keith Thurman. I, think, I mean. Because while Bray look at Styles making fights, I feel like he's going to apply that pressure. Almost like Manny, not as far as the speed, but where he's in his face where he can get off hard shots, not smothering himself so much where he's like wrestling and dogging you. He's just going to be at that right at that range where he can always kind of, you know, back him up. And um, if Thurman ain't on his mental, of course that's going to make him crumble. You know what that's I mean? That's what I'm saying. So so you, you, you don't think that his his ring IQ would be smart enough to stay out of Earl Spencer's, you know, striking distance. You know I mean? You're not just going to sit in the pocket where he touching you all day. That, that's what you would think, but yeah. it's possible. I mean, I yeah. don't know. Because, like, all day, like, I feel like Keith Thurman – He's the he's more of a thinking fighter, and I think he's definitely proven more than Spence. But since he's left, and since he's kind of um, shown that shown that that reluctance to to engage, you know, in a fight this early, something there that mental nullifies your gifts. You know, yeah, it's, it's definitely gonna there. it's definitely gonna nullify that. Yeah, I mean, I can agree with that. Yeah, you're not gonna agree with that because. You're not going to perform to the top level if if, if you're not comfortable. If you ain't com- exactly. You know what I'm you're saying? Com- yeah, you got to be comfortable. You're not comfortable. And, you know, that goes with any fighter. You know what I'm saying? Um, coming into a fight being uncomfortable, every fighter can't fight uncomfortable. I think some fighters do have the ability to probably perform well mm-hmm. under pressure and being uncomfortable. But a lot of guys, it, it causes problems for them. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Cause a problem for yeah. him. Man. Keith Thurman, that fight, I, I think I would see Keith Thurman moving a lot and being on the bike a lot, you know, but, I mean, Earl Spence could cut the ring off. And like you say, I mean, Earl Spence, he, anybody he touches, he could hurt, you know, 147. So, um, I don't know, man. It's, they, they just got to make it happen. Man. That's the thing. Yeah, That's why yeah. we have to see this mm-hmm. stuff happen at 147. We could sit in do the math and trade all mm-hmm. types of different boxing scenarios or whatever, but we really need to see this, you know, these fights happen. And, um, that's the only way we really get a yeah. number one, you know that's what I mean? Way, yeah. Yeah. Cause still the fight still gives me chills and makes me want to see it because it's just like, I still feel like Spence has got something, you know, he needs to show it, you know, he needs that mm-hmm. right opponent, opponent to show Bring it. it out of him. He's got these stories too, you know, the AB story, you know, yeah. The, the Floyd sparring story. So he, he has something nice to kind of ride on. You know, like this dude here, he was 
you know, supposedly hurting these guys in sparring versus, you know, this big talker and Keith Thurman, you know, the guy that's supposed to be the the better boxer, you know. So yeah. I think it's just going to be that type of matchup. But and, and, and me, me honestly speaking, at I really think Earl Spencer's biggest biggest challenges and best fights are going to be at 154, maybe 160. 147 is just, he's too big, and I really don't see anybody, like, dominating him. Mikey Garcia, he may outpoint him, but he's not going to dominate him. He's not no, going to dominate no, 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 him. No, no, you know what I'm no, saying? Uh, yeah, that's that's the only thing they could go in the mind frame of thinking of. Yeah, just, you, know, yeah. Um, you know, the fight that keeps bouncing in my head is, is Earl Spencer and, and Canelo. Really? Yeah, that just, I mean, as we're talking, mm-hmm. that's just playing mm-hmm. in my head. Those guys just seem more. I think he he have to kind of grow into it. Yeah, I mean, down the road, not yeah, like yeah. immediately, like, but I down still, the road. I still think he's a fair 147 just because, like, it's like Felix Trinidad. Felix Trinidad, he was like 5'11". You know, he's three inches taller than Errol Spence, but he could always make welterweight. You know, American, he's he makes welterweight. He's, he looks big in his days off, but when he cuts down the weight, you know, he is giving up that weight, too. So I think that um, it's still kind of breaking even for him right now. But, you know, I think as he gets older, he'll fill out more to the point where he can't do it. You well, know, kind of like De La Hoya and uh, Trinidad when they had to move up to 154 and 160. Because there was a point when you would see them walking around and say, why are they fighting at welterweight? But when they get down to the weight, they look good, you know. I, I just feel like any guy that's walking around to 180 shouldn't be fighting to 147. And any I mean, combat that's, that's, sport, my, you know. That's my, that, that's that's how I'm thinking. You, you know, but some people, and, and what they say is he performs well at 147. So if it's working for him, I mean, what can you do if it's working for you? But I just don't think it's a healthy weight cut. You know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah, like for me, in the you know, the beginning when I used to hear about guys walking around 180 coming down to 170, like, you know, Ricky Hatton and them was yeah, coming down, down to 140, yeah. Like, 140. Yeah, 140. Yeah. yeah, when he was junior welterweight in the beginning, I was always like, why are they doing this, you know? I was always like, why are they coming down this far when, you know, you ain't too far from 160, you know? But we never know the reason. You know, it might be a strength thing. Yeah, absolutely. Def- I mean, it's the same thing with, to me, T.J. Dillashaw going down to win another to become the champ champ. You gotta go up to be the champ champ, man. Yeah. You can't go down to be the champ champ. Nah. Not that that makes sense to you me. You go down, you go You down. going down. You, you going know what I'm down. saying? So I mean they, 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 you walk around one eighty and you're going down, I mean yeah, if you're going down to one six you walk around one eighty and you fight the middleweight, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I just think that that's a big weight cut, but We'll see, man. We'll see. All we can do is wait for the landscape to, to, to play out, eh? You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I hope that it plays out. That's my thing, eh? If he can't get nobody at 147 to fight him, then why in the hell are you going to stay at 147? You know right. what I mean? He has, you know, made it vocal day. 154 would be in his... Uh, so, in his, I mean, uh, And I think they would be the more competitive fights for him. Bigger, faster, you know, guys with... Mm-hmm. Bigger guys with skills. I mean, even the small guy with skills. I mean, Earl Spence with a little bit of skills and power. I mean, he really, he really, you know, he wins that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? He really wins that. So, we'll see, man. It's just, it's just a lot of up, things up in the air right now, and with, with 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 a lot of divisions. Yeah, yeah, that's you know where, what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, going back to uh, Thurman, this fight here is going to, you know, really tell us how. How ready is he? You know what I mean? How ready is he? How ready is he? Like, we really got to see 
after this fight, is he going to want to come back in the summer? Is he going to want to come back at the end of the year? You know what I mean? Or like, who is he going to fight? Because, like, Rosito Lopez, like I said, you know, a few years ago, maybe like six years ago, you know, like I said, I felt like he was a promising guy. You yeah, know? it was different, yeah. He was his boxer. He gave Canelo trouble in that fight. And that was the one thing about Rosito Lopez when I saw that fight was, like, he had the skill to beat Canelo that night because there were rounds where he was kind of winning, but he couldn't get to that adjustment like Floyd or, you know, or a, a, a Terrence Crawford where if every shot Canelo's hitting you with is hurting, it's time to move. Yeah, I mean, you know? Canelo was a lot bigger than him in that fight too. Yeah, man. that's yeah, what I'm saying. You know like, what I'm saying? He was yeah. scoring him, but, like, there were times when there was, like, if you know he's going to hurt you, you got to be able to slip, slip them punches. Yeah, you can't sit there and eat that crap. Yeah, definitely. So definitely, like, over the years, like, I feel like he's kind of declined a little bit, you know, especially with fighting once a year. Yeah. So, um... I mean, it makes you think Keith Thurman is coming back, like, with one of the softest, legitimate touches that he could really find. I mean, I mean, a guy like Jesse Vargas, who was just in there with Brona, I mean, that would have been... That would have been perfect. That yeah, was a fight. maybe I something feel, that we yeah, can say. Yeah. Well, damn, he wasn't there just with Broner. That was a close fight. Some people thought, you know what I mean? But you and that him. was on the table. It was on the table. And I remember. Yeah. yeah, so I was like, that's the guy he needs to be because yeah. you don't really want to go below a B even after an injury because you want to be able to be tested by a B. A B is still going to give you a exactly. good test to say, exactly. you know, is this guy going to hurt me enough, you know, to make me go back and think? But if you go below a C or if you go over a C, you're going to be like, Oh, that felt good. I could do anything. And think, him not wanting to fight a guy like, um, who's we just saying that? Jesse Vargas. Yeah, Jesse Vargas. Mm-hmm. I mean, that ain't the most dangerous fight. No. You know what I mean? That's not the most dangerous. No fight. disrespect. Yeah, you know, yeah, disrespect, you, know yeah. you know, if you claim to be one time Thurman, you know, this you is supposed to be you. You said no to that one, and, yeah. and try to find something, you know. So, um. Like I said, so good test or good tune up for him or not? What do you think? On, on paper, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, like you say, um, Jose. Hopefully, he shows up and keeps them. I mean, I, I wanted to be a test, and I wanted to be a test. Yeah, I want Jose to. You know, yeah, I wanted. I wanted, I wanted, him yeah, to, get up I wanted to be a test, but you know, I, I just had to really see. It's it's, it's 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 a lot to you know really guess on because Keith Thurman been out for almost two years. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's just a lot. You know, I just keep thinking, man, like. Two years off, man, you're still a young guy anyway. You should be able to come back again. Right back. Yeah, you should be able to. You should be able to go right back. It ain't like, I mean, we seen Floyd take two years off at 30-something and come back, Mm -hmm. and people be like, oh, he ain't miss a beat. You know, the Marquez fight, they said he fought a perfect fight. Just shut up. I mean, he's a smaller guy, but still a shutout against a a, a Hall of Fame, a legend. Yeah, Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, but you make it a return against, you know, somebody that, you know, deep down, you don't feel like he's gonna be a threat. Come on, man. Yeah. you know what I mean? Like I ain't trying. Like that's I why he's like, doing it. Man. That's why he's doing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. You you do need some type of threat. Yeah. You know, injuries. Like okay, you need some type of threat. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, when you left, you were on top, dude. You know, what I mean, it wasn't like you start slipping. You was kind of on top when you left, and uh, and that's what people see yeah, you as. You know, yeah. We you good as your last fight, so we remember you leaving. You know, kind of. Being up there now, you you know ready to slide down the pole. I mean, 
You ain't no stripper. Don't be stuck yeah. down there. I mean, I mean and, and, and think about the danger of it. <laughs> yeah, and if yeah, you go yeah. in there and, uh, and Jose make you look bad, then we like, yo, I mean, it's done. You, exactly. you, you don't stand a chance. Exactly, man. That's 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 what he needs to really think about, man. But as far as a prediction, man, you know, what do you think? Do you think, like I said, do you think he's going to try to go for a decision or go for a knockout? Man... I'm going to give this kid the benefit of the doubt as hard as I was on him because uh, because of what he did maybe a year ago. And um, I say it goes a distance. You know what I'm saying? I say, you know, I give, I, I give it to Keith Thurman, but, you know, unanimous decision or whatever. But um, I would love to see something better than that. Yeah. You know, more, 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 more uh, decisive than that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Okay, I'm gonna go with a, I'm gonna go with the decision too. But I won't accept nothing less than a TKO. TKO. You know, like him. I'm expecting him to stop him. Okay. You know, Andre Berto, he was able to stop him. You know, a few years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, if you're on that level, with as far as your power you keep saying your power even in training i was looking on his instagram he said his power is one of his uh best attributes to him you know so okay. i want to see it yeah. you know elbow injury or not i want so to see is it. he saying his, his power is back 100 percent or he's just saying yeah, that's, yeah okay. he was saying you know he i give him credit to he looking on weight already you, you seen him yeah right? i seen him looking clean and yeah. on the press conference back in uh He's like, a little chubby. He was chubby. Yeah, little cheeks. Yeah. yeah but now he's he's back to his fighting weight looking yeah. like so I'm i'm like hey come to perform, make the statement. But, you know, on the safe side, I don't know. He might be feeling like I need these rounds, you know, yeah. you know, which is uh, that mind frame he might be in, you know. Yeah. I mean, and the thing about it, it's nothing wrong with that. But as fight fans, we don't really want to see you getting rounds. Mm-mm. Because to me, like I keep saying, getting rounds is something you do behind the scene. You know what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. I know I, 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 it, we know what – we mean when we say getting rounds, but prospects and like that's young different. Guys yeah, yeah. Rounds. yeah, but you, we know you beyond getting rounds. Yeah, you supposed to be making easy work. Yeah, you know so that's where I'm at, and exactly that's that's what I'm trying to say. I got you. Yeah, so yeah, I'm going with that man. Go, I'm going with decision. But if you don't, if you don't stop him, I'm gonna be disappointed, man. Man, I'm hard on Keith, man. Now you know, yeah. remember I was a fan. I mean, yeah, I know, him, I know. That's why I'm hard on him, though, man. But um, just so you don't forget too, man. Um, the zone got some fights coming up too, man. Let me let me peep them dates again, man. Cause uh, let's see who we got. January twenty sixth. Uh, your man Jaime Mongia mm-hmm. on the zone, man. So you got the app, right? Did you finally get that? I did. Okay, okay. Yeah, you check that out. He fighting that Takeshi uh, Inko. So yeah, I see some Asian dude or whatever. Yeah. So uh. Yeah, he still got his uh, belt at 154, man. Mm-hmm. So he doing things, man. And, yeah. like, they talked to him. He said, what did he say? He said, forget Charlo or something like that. I wanted to fight Heard, you know. So, or he said he'll fight either one. So, yeah. and, you know, Heard said, let me get one of these, Charlo or whoever. I'll fight him. So, yeah. That's real, man. That's the that's what we want. That's what we talking about right there. That's what we and want I feel like Mongia, Mon- he's still that work in progress, but he doing that work. On the job, and that's on the job. Training, I like to just yeah. see, like, keep getting it, keep getting it any way you can. Just keep standing. I mean, and think crowd. about it too. Aunt. I mean, he's still a work in progress, but so is Charlo. 
You know what I'm saying? He's not where he's going to go. I mean, Hurd, he's probably going to get better, you know, as he, as he goes on. So, I mean, those guys, I do think they're a little bit more advanced than Mungia, but not too much. It's not, not too no, much. It's all about work in progress. No. You know what I'm saying? It, it ain't it ain't to the point where they were like in another era. You know, they exactly. in the same they in the same era where you know if one guy slips up, he could definitely lose. Can get him. Yeah, he could definitely get him. They ain't that far behind. You know, you know, you know. So Charlo, he he might need to get that fight in the meantime. Would, so. would, would he take something like that? I don't know. You couldn't get past, um, you know. Harrison. Harrison. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, you know, some people thought it was a robbery, but to me, that was a fight you should have went and knocked him out like Jared Hurd did, and we wouldn't be in this situation. Hey, hey, that's, I mean, that's the truth, man. Shoot, yeah, you you make that statement, we could have been moving on. We have been moving on for real. But um, yeah, man, we got the weekend of fights coming up. You know, again, um, Gerald Washington, he's on the uh, Keith Thurman undercard too. Mm-hmm. You know, he's coming back, so. All, all in all, man, yeah, I'm just ready to see Keith Thurman do this and move on from this fight and say, who's next, you know what I mean? Yeah. Of course, I think Sean Porter's probably going to be next, you know. I think so. I think Sean Porter, you know, he he's so big on getting that green belt back and not yeah. that red belt, you know. So, yeah, man. Um, yeah, man, but uh, before we wrap this thing up, uh, was there anything else you wanted to say, man? No, nah, man, just uh, like you said, man, I'm out. You know, I was on a bad thing with Keith Thurman, but, you know, after I sat back and really realized and kind of missed him from being in the game, I realized that, you know, he he does play an intricate part at 147. He's one of the players at 147, and I was looking forward to him coming back to see, you know, where he stands amongst the top guys at 147. Um, So... I'm looking forward to this fight and looking forward to seeing the the the, the, the you know the landscape of the welterweight division at you know 2019. Yeah, same here, man. For me, like I ain't no troll or nothing like that. I just think of it as corner talk and like competition talk. I'm like, you here, prove it. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, I mean, hey, I'm gonna trash talk you all day. You know, if you, if you prove it, you shut me up. You know, right. like I ain't tearing you down. You right. Know? It's kind of mo- it's motivational talk, man. We yeah. we we want to see guys live up to their potential. That's all. We not bashing nobody. And we'll, when we can look at a guy and see you got skills and talent, and you're not really living up to them or fulfilling that, you know, then I mean, yeah, we have something to say. All you day. Know what I mean? Yeah, man. All day. I was gonna say we call it down the middle, man. But um, I don't want to hold you up, people, man. I got another question for you. Just popped in my head, man. Yeah. I'll hold you up, uh, real quick, convo here. If you could sign any type of fighter, man, what what type of style would you want to sign, like, or or train? What type of style would you want to train? Hmm. If you could train any type of fighter, what weight and what what weight and what style? Me, everyone, real, real quick, and just off the top of my head, me being. A smaller guy, you know, I wouldn't really want to necessarily be in there with a heavyweight. You know, I to me, tank is ideal. Smaller guy, power, aggressive. I would love to work the mitts and, or just be in the gym with him and really see, really feel that power and really feel that Baltimore aggression, you know, being mm-hmm. channeled into boxing. Mm-hmm. You know, me personally, just off the head, real quick, and that's a deep question, but you know, that's just something I. Okay, yeah. Took out the surface, you know. Okay, something we can revisit again, man. But uh, I think I just started that. But me off top, I would say 
probably somebody at junior middleweight. I don't know, man. Like, junior middleweight. I think because a lot of my favorite fighters were junior middleweights. You know, like Terry Norris and, you know, Julian Jack, Michael gotcha. Callum. But um, I think it would have to be like a, not necessarily like a power punch. I just like strong fighters, you know. Yeah. You know, guys that that have like boxer strength. Yeah. Not necessarily muscular or anything like that, but just guys who can really hold their own and hold their ground, you know? Yeah. Guys that can really, like, push you and hit you with shots that make you respect them, you right. know? You ain't even got to have the power to knock somebody out, just make you respect them, you know? I think that's the type of style I would... Yeah, I mean, and that's, like, what I spun into. I'm just, like, thinking about training somebody. If, I, if, I'm, if I'm working the mitts for somebody, after I'm done, I want to know I was, I was holding the mitts. You, know. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. That's... My 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 mindset real mm-hmm. quick off the top end, but like I said, that is a deep question. I, you know, like you just said, um, one fifty four. That was my favorite division. I didn't even get that far with thinking that. You know, no, one, yeah, my fault. I just no, thought I'm it. just saying, like one sixty is probably like my favorite division. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I mean, you just threw me that 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 kind of deep question. I mean, it's deep for me. You know what I'm oh, saying? Because okay, I, I gotta you. analyze. But um, like just right off the top of the head, I mean, I would love to just see a little small guy like Tank and just see. With, with this small body, you know, that power. Yeah, well, power yeah I want to see that. Yeah, you know, um, yeah. That, and that's just off the top. And it ain't really, you know, a Baltimore thing. It's just off the top. Just a he was in my head or whatever. But that's no, no, a good no, question, though, man. Oh, no, that's real, though. Like, Tank, you know, he's somebody like raw talent to work with. You yeah. Know? Actually molding him and actually, like you're saying, you get to feel that power, that real power, you know. From a little guy. From a little guy. Yeah. You know? I damn sure ain't gonna train no cruiser with me. <laughs> I don't wanna leave with my hand. That's what like I'm saying. Business. That's what I'm saying. I'm a little guy and I ain't yeah, trying to be no. in there get, with no hands. Crack ribs from wearing the body armor. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, yeah, that was just some little question I asked you. I mean, we can go back and talk about it because it's just something deep, you yeah, know. Yeah, it's a good question. Because, you know, like I said, boxing, you know, we love to talk it, man. So, but. Um, ain't no quick questions. Ain't no quick boxing questions with us. And you know that, man. But. There is, there's not because yeah, yeah. hey, we can break down the smallest thing. Well, he uh, farted last <laughs> night before he ate. So, you know, yeah. we can break it down now. <laughs> we can break it down. You're right, man. But, uh, yeah, man, uh, before we wrap this up, like we always say, just shout out to everybody, you know, that's been following us. For sure. And, you know, um, you know, before we go, you know, we want to, you know, put a drop on y'all, let y'all know about our social media. You know, we growing. Yeah. You know, we still, yeah. you know, we've been growing behind the scenes and trying to do our thing. You know, Jab Effect, it's not just one one entity, you know. Yeah. There's many things going on there. Absolutely. So, so, you know, before we go, you know, let them know where they can follow you at, P. Um, you know, everybody, of course, y'all can, you know, check us on the Jab Effect, you know, for, for, for the collaboration. That's both, you know, a meeting of the minds, me and Combo Breaker 99. But, you know, you can also check me out on um, at P. Barnhill on instagram that's more just my personal thing i do have some boxing stuff up there but you can check me out at loud pat boxing on instagram and that's just concentrated boxing p you know where out where, where i'm from how i grew up how i interpret and come up with some of my perspectives on the fight game and music and a couple other different things but definitely check us out on you know all our you know different platforms we like the wu-tang y'all we one group but you know we we got other stuff going on too you i'm know? Go, i'm ghostface you ghostface I'll, I'll be ray i'm cool oh, with okay. that you know that's so, right red goo right that's you know what i'm saying it. so um but that's it yeah that's it man we um we like i said we, we we growing and we trying to expand and uh, we trying to reach you know different different pockets of people and um 
we have, I mean, like I tell Ann, I got a lot going on in my head and like he does. And um, it's not just one thing, y'all. I mean, you know, I mean, there's a lot of different things going on. So um, that, that pique our interest anyway. So um, like I say, check us out on our on, on different platforms I just named and um, just support us and ride with us, y'all. Yeah, for real, man. And for me, man, you know, y'all can follow me at uh, ComboBreaker99 on Instagram and on YouTube. Uh, you know, if y'all want to know more about, like, women's MMA, you know, I go in a little bit more about different, you know, discussions on. So, you know, just some things about boxing as far as, you know, quick thoughts on different moves fighters are making, whether it is in women's MMA, mm-hmm. you know, or just boxing. So, yeah, you can follow me there on Instagram. At our combo breaker ninety nine, and you know I'm gonna I'm gonna hit y'all with the all, all box and everything. I think yeah, too, you know, for gonna, sure. you know, uh, see how that go. Maybe I'll start putting out more, you know, boxing photos. You know, mm-hmm. we go hit the scene. You know, start putting out a little bit more photos. See y'all, see us. You know, y'all can see us in there out there with uh, everybody from Mike Junior to you know Dangerous Donnie Marshall. You know, yeah, man. So yeah, man. Yeah, it's going down. Just letting y'all know, but make sure y'all follow us on, you know, on Voltron. Yeah. yeah, this is Voltron right here. You know, go to That's iTunes, sad. Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify at uh, you know hashtag Jab Podcast. Go to JabEffect.com, man. But yeah. That's all I got, P. That's it, man. But yeah, before I bounce, my name is Combo Breaker 99. It's your boy Boxing P, y'all. And we out. Later. Peace. <laughs>